This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Okay, so the Steelers are 0-3. And Ben Roethlisberger just had elbow surgery out in Los Angeles. And the offense isn't what we expected. So the question is, are you worried? Are you panicking? Or are you just concerned? And, uh, you know, doctor, doctor, give us the news. You know, we want the news about Ben. We also want the news about the Steelers team and why we are not playing uh, up to uh, snuff. Now, the good news is... Every, oh, give me some good news yeah, now, good would news you? Is Zooks. The Bengals are 0-3. The Browns are 1-2. and And the Ravens are 2-1. and And uh, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals and then the Baltimore Ravens, then the... Uh, L.A. Chargers, I think, is uh, as I recall. Well, uh, is that the, is that that's the... another West Coast trip? That yeah, early? That's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great googly moogly. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So we got the Bengals, then the Ravens, and we got them at home, and then off to the Chargers. Uh, in, in... Snikes, man! They should have. You know, would it, wouldn't it have been nice if the NFL had been like. Okay, we'll Put them two and again. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we stayed out you there. You stay out in California. Oh, that you could, uh, you know, just sun yourself for a week. You know, just go you along. You can sun and... yourself out here. Well, I know. It's hot. But I'm thinking, you know, you stay out in L.A. and, you know, you just kind of, maybe we go to Hollywood, like Westwood sometime. Again. I Remember don't like Hollywood. Yeah, I don't like I know Hollywood. about you, Grauman's Chinese Theater, huh? Yeah. Well, that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm I'm not I'm not uh, big in L.A. sightseeing. I know. Who knows? Maybe we'd see Kevin Cronin from REO uh, Speedway. Does he live on California? I don't know. I'm yeah. assuming so. Um, so, anyways, uh, uh, you know, the Steelers uh, released a statement on Ben. Ben had successful uh, elbow surgery yesterday in Los Angeles. Uh, Doctor Neil Atrachi or Atraki. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce that game. And you know, a, a lot as of people. As long as it wasn't Doctor yeah, Vinny Boombox. Yes, yeah, that's the Vinny. Yeah, doctor, it hurts when. Doctor, it hurts when I do this. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, I got. I've had this pain before. Well, you got it again. And uh, anyways, that's Rodney Dangerfield doing Doctor Vinny Boombox. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, he, he he had the stomach flu and he called the doctor. Got put on hold. <laughs> anyways, uh, so. There is no doubt in my mind that Ben wants to come back. No question. His his competitive nature uh, says that I'm going to be back. And, you know, I, I, I so, you know, uh, the surgery was successful. Right. Uh, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know, you know, did he, I think he had a couple of, you know, I, I don't know, is it torn ligaments, torn tendon, but it's Didn't say. fixed. Yeah, it fix, it's fixed. It's fixed. That's yeah. the big thing. And it wasn't Tommy John's surgery. No. Yeah. Uh, it was just uh, uh, fixed the, fix the elbow. Yeah. yeah. That was the one thing they said. It was not Tommy John surgery. So 
One of the things but is... But how did Tommy John surgery go from surgery to getting to be underwear? I don't get that. No, no, it's it's Tommy John underwear. Yeah, but, you know, it's not... Well, that it, doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, Tommy John is uh, a manufacturer of... Was of, that the guy that got the surgery? No, no, no. no. It's, and Tommy John was a pitcher for the Chicago White Sox, then the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, and, well, when did he start making drawers? Uh, he didn't. It's oh. not him. It's a different Tommy John. Oh, okay. Hey, you know, Tommy John is is a pretty common name. Okay, well, yeah. all right. So yeah, yeah. some of us might I, like I, thinking, you know, yeah. the guy had surgery, and then he goes out and he starts making uh, – no, shorts, no, 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 no. He he came back and pitched after his surgery. After and then he, he made him. underwear after that? No, he didn't make it. He's not an underwear maker. Would you stop? You're driving me nuts. Somebody call. <laughs> and uh, anyways, uh, so getting back to this, one of the good things about Ben's surgery is it happened early in the season. Right. So, you know, he's got a year to rehab and he's got you know uh, i i don't know how um quickly elbow you know i, I i've never I, i've never you know i, I no, i've never I heard of, yeah well you only dislocated your elbow yeah you didn't, i know yeah you didn't, you i didn't, didn't, tear didn't require surgery yeah it didn't require surgery <laughs> how does that not require surgery everyone thought it required surgery i would think so you're Every, scratching the back of your head yeah, in, yeah. An, in an unnormal way that god never intended yeah. your elbow to move yeah and that doesn't require surgery right 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 you know, how does that happen well you know because all the ligaments were in place none of them tore uh, you must have flexible elbows, yeah, man. That's right. You know what? I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that it, just it, it just it make it just it, absolutely blows my mind. Right? Because everyone thought, oh, oh, he's done for. He's his 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 career's done. His he's done. Uh, Hinkle goes, you're done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's yeah. just so. And, and well, anyways. I don't know how. Uh, how and Hank would be the guy. To yeah, say, yeah, 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 yeah. Hank, Hank was busting my chops. <laughs> he goes, he goes, hey, happy. He used to call me happy guy. He goes, yeah. hey, happy guy. You don't look too happy hit right now, because <laughs> my elbow hurts. You know, you know, you talk about the most miserable man in camp. All right, I mean, yeah. we went, we had uh, Colby, Colby, then Jack Lambert, yeah, and then of course it was Brian Hinkle, yeah, and it's like the successive. Stone faces that it went from one to the you know, other. The, You're like, oh wow! The funny thing, could Hank, you get more despondent yeah, than those three? You know, Hank is a great guy. Oh, absolutely. You know, Brian Hank's a great guy. Hey, he was a great and, player. Yeah, he was great, great player. Um, his locker was next to mine in camp, right? And he'd always go, "I hate this. I'm I'm retired." <laughs> All 14 years he played, or 13 years. I forget if he played 13 or 14. Every year. He was going to retire. Oh, he said, I'm, I'm walking out. I'm done. I'm done. And when did it always happen? In camp, like in you camp, said, right. you decide, yeah. Yeah. I can't do this yeah. anymore. Yeah, camp, camp in our day was brutal. And uh, and that's what you hated. Uh, and, and the thought of going to camp, you know, you were, t- you were, you were talking about when uh, uh, we, we ended camp and going home. What a restorative feeling it was. It was fantastic. The Latrobe 500 was the highlight of six or seven weeks of brutality. I mean, that's just the way it was. And in our day, uh, it (laughs) seemed like the whole rest of the year went faster than the six weeks we were up There's no question. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable Uh, when you checked it. So so anyways, let's get back to Ben. Yes. Uh, 
one of the things is no, there's no hurry in his rehab. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, he's coming back from L.A. Uh, to start his uh, rehab. And, you know, what I, I think, um, you know, it, it sounded like it was the accumulative trauma of throwing that finally messed up his elbow. Well, think about it. Yeah. He threw what the— a league leading last year. I mean, right. he was yeah. he's chucking that yeah. rock all over the so, place. So so he's going to have sur- so he had surgery to fix it. The doctor said it was successful. So now he's got to start the rehab. Oh, praise and, God. And, Good and, deal. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And, and he's got a whole year to rehab it and to get it strong right. and to get it back. And I and I think, you know, uh Ben is so competitive and he's so focused you know, you know, I talked to him. You know, I asked him how he was feeling, and you know, he said he was, uh, you know, the surgery. He told me about the surgery, and uh, you know, um, you could tell that this is not the end for him. I never thought yeah. it was. Yeah, you could tell this is not the end. You know, I mean, especially when you hear the surgery is successful. Oh yes, no question about it. But his competitive nature. He's yeah. uh, he's one of those guys that you gotta. He's got to come home on his shield. Right. You know. Boom. You got you know it's it, it, you got to go out and finish strong and yeah. and the thing that you know is he still got ability left in right. that body right you know and you you know that uh, he's still got uh, he, you know he is the epitome of 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 what this franchise is all about right, right now and you expect him to come back and get her done and the elbow's fixed, he, fixed. he he could come back stronger better arm. Than Maybe ever. like the six million dollar man. Yeah, like uh, Lee, Majors. Lee Majors. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, wah, that's wah, right. Wah. Right. Think about uh, that. You know, yeah. he just could crane up yeah. stuff. And so, anyways, uh, so the, the the was the, he like? Did he get legs too? Would you stop well, it? Well, I was just thinking about it. It was a big show when yeah, we were kids. Yeah, growing yeah up. right. Um, uh, I don't. I, he got his whole body. He was all messed up. I don't know. I and thought it was an knees. arm. It was no, like it a was bionic arm. No, no, it was everything. Everything. Really? Yeah, well, all, he all been his great, legs. Like an arm wrestler. Yeah, right. Could have been a great football player. Yeah. You know, Lee Majors played football in college. Did he really? I think. <laughs> no, that was Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds <laughs> played at Florida State. He did. He was running back at Florida State. Burt Reynolds. You was. know, the difference between when you said Burt Reynolds and you said Lee Majors, you had the unibrow for Lee Majors, and then you had the eyebrows raised for, for Burt Reynolds. Yeah. That's when I knew right. which was which. Yeah, which was telling the truth. All right, so uh, so one of the things is uh, you, you, you you've got to be content with the fact that uh, um, that Ben's coming back now. Uh, this game, wow, five takeaways and only six points to show for it. I mean, well. It was essentially four. Yeah, four in the first half. Yeah, six but, points. But but I mean, I get you, what you're you know, saying. W- w- when you get six points off a of two turnover, two takeaways. Right. That's what happened. You, right. You, but uh, that the, first half is. I look at that first half as being dead gummit. You, you just can't do that, Schluch. It and, comes back to bite you all the time. And you were still in the game, and you were winning the game until what is it? Five forty nine left in the game, and uh, James fumbled. At the Pittsburgh twenty-four. Yes, yep. or at the yeah, at their own twenty-four, uh, and then nine plays, uh, San Francisco. But you know, you know, it 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 was it was so you know the 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 game 
felt weird. In in other words, when we were doing the game, well, you're in California. Yeah, well, yeah, but but I mean, it felt like you when you didn't capitalize on those takeaways. Oh, there's no question. And uh, you know, normally you give the ball away five times, you lose. And the Steelers just could not capitalize when you get when you when you get uh, takeaways in the plus territory, and you only get two field goals. That's also um, demoralizing, you know. I mean, it's like okay, we just got field goals, you know. Uh, it's no question about that. You've got to make sure that you capitalize on those turnovers. Right. They're so infrequent for a yeah. team that has struggled with takeaways for so long. Right. This this is a a bountiful explosion of of uh, turnovers and and so forth. And the fact that you only come away with six points, you know, it's it's bound to bite you. You know. The, we, let me ask you this. Are we so astounded at getting a, a, a more than one takeaway that we didn't know what to do with it? <laughs> like, whoa. You, you know what? The irony in this is two things that everybody was looking to coming into camp. Are we going to increase the takeaways? Right. We have. Is Boz going to be back to Boz? He, he is. is. And we're still 0-3. Good point yeah, by you. We're, we're, we're still 0-3. And, you know, it, it was funny because uh, we were on uh, WDVE yesterday, uh, uh, Takeaway, uh, our show with Missy and Bill, and both of them said that when you and I were talking about uh, the lack of touchdowns from the first two takeaways, right. uh, they were saying, oh, come on, don't be so negative. Right. But – it, you well, can't help truth. it. You can't help it because you go. Wait a second. You got to capitalize on these things. You got to capitalize. What do we always talk about? Is leaving points on, on the, the field. field. Yeah. And we'll well two things. You talk about when in negotiations you never want to leave money on the table, right? And then second thing is, <laughs> I don't think we talk about that a lot. <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm talking about like things that w- th- these are like unwritten laws. Yeah. You don't want to leave any anything. Left behind, yeah. And and when you when you have takeaways like that, and you settle for three points, yeah. And sometimes I, I admit you got to settle, but that's what that's what kills you, yeah. Because somehow, some way, in football karma, it comes back to bite you, like it does when you leave, you know, extra points, field goals, you yeah. know that that you know when you obviously got to kick a field goal and it's it's an easy one. And you miss, oh my goodness! Yeah, it comes back to bite you somehow. Uh, and and it did, and it did. You know, um, it, it was funny because Bill said yesterday, uh, you know, when you control the flow of the game and you uh, and you lead in takeaways, you usually win the game. I said, right. well, we didn't. Exactly yeah. so, and it's a it is a, a statistical record. According, I can't remember who I was talking to on the plane, and he said that in 150 games. 149 times the team that had four or more takeaways won the game. Right. For just the second time in 151 games, yeah. the team that had given the ball away four or more times won the game. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, the probability of that is like ridiculous. So the stats are ridiculous they because are. the statistic, in the favor, yeah, the sta- protecting the ball yeah, and taking away the ball. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to continue our uh, um, our our profile of what happened and our analysis 
of what happened. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. You know, we lost a game today, and we did. We lost a game. Uh, not enough playmakers, specifically in the second half. I thought what significant components of the game in terms of how it unfolded is we turned the ball over twice, There's and on both occasions we gave up touchdowns. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. So, you know, for what it's worth is the song by Steven Stills, you got to stop what's that sound. Everybody wants what, everyone wonders what's going on. And uh, that's what the Steelers... Come on, Midnight Rider, give it to me. Yeah, that's right. Dude, you know, he, he actually recorded this not with Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but with Buffalo Springfield. <laughs> you know, you started to sound like Sean McDowell. <laughs> that's who it is. Yeah, that's The original Midnight Rider. <laughs> so, uh, anyways... The opening drive, Garoppolo, uh, they, they go uh, on the third play, Garoppolo uh, passes to Brita, and Brita juggles it, and TJ comes up with it. So we're at the uh, Steelers 33, we're at the right. uh, 49 or 33. So we go three plays and kick a field goal. Uh, and, uh, you know, you know, I, I just, you know, you, you we didn't even attempt to run. Right. Right. Yeah. They, uh, passed to James Connor, uh, for no gain, uh, pass to Juju Smith, Juju Smith Schuster for minus two, uh, and then pass to Juju Smith Schuster for seven yards right? and uh 46 yard field goal. Well, good thing for buys. Yes. Uh, and then. Uh, then uh, the next time uh, the 49ers were at their own 28, Garoppolo passes uh, and Mika Fitzpatrick comes up with it and he goes down to the 24. Now the Steelers have a, a, a little bit of a sustained drive that uh, on that uh, five plays till the field goal. But, you know, you got to you got to you got to. Get right. more than that. You got to score, and and the Steelers did not score. Uh, and and I think has the has the running game, the running game has to be more effective. Wolf, there's no question. Yeah, you know, it's 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 and not. You've got you've got to make it a priority. Yeah, it's not. You know, are, 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 let me ask you something. Are we patient enough with the running game right now, or are um, we just not that good at it? I think right now uh, we're neither patient nor good at it. I mean, that's that's an obvious statement. Look, you know, there's some things that uh, we need to look at here. You know, we under got to understand there is no trying in football. Right. You either do or you don't. There's not moral victories. Right. You know, the thing about it is you look at each position and you either did or didn't on that play. Right. And then you got to accept it. You can't sit there and say, well, da da da. And, and we'll, we'll do enough of that in the sense, I understand a young guy like Mason, this and that, yeah. or or uh, maybe someone's not playing at a level on, on, uh, high enough, and you're like, oh, well, he's got this going. You got to accept, okay, this is where we're at. Now, right. how do you go about correcting it? And there's several things that I think can go along and make things oh. where you can start to correct 
yeah. some of the things that are going on. Number one, I would like to see a, a priority placed on running the ball, okay? Right. Yeah. Second of all, I would like to see the guys working out of a three-point stance right. at times. Not in a two-point. Yes, because you get a better downhill bang when you come off the ball from a three-point stance. There's a reason that, that uh, you know, uh, uh, track athletes getting a, a stance. Right, right? four-point. Right, yeah. four-point stance. Yeah, sprinter stance. Right, because you can get low and come out with a lot of explosion and power. The other thing is I like to see a little more under center. I think Ben can operate best out of the shotgun. For, well, you want He's all a famer. All right. Okay? But I think under center is a priority with Mason. Yeah. And give him an opportunity to explore. The, get your the, hand in the dirt. Yeah. And, and, and get your downhill bang on. And give Mason the chance to run some play action right. and freeze the linebackers. Did you see, especially, we're watching film yesterday. Right. The Steeler linebackers, their reactions to all the smoke and mirrors right. going on yeah. with motion and with play action. Right. It's hard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and, and So you think, am, am I speaking the truth here? Well, you know, you are because uh, they, the San Francisco 49ers uh, run the ball effectively. They run the outside zone. They run the counter trap. They run the lead. They run everything. You know, sometimes it's – and, and I, I got I to gotta give them credit because it's not all finesse. Sometimes it's finesse the outside zone because you you know you just you you run towards the sideline and you you block whoever's right. in your way. But on their leads, they're coming off the play, off the ball. Right. On their counter traps, they're you know and they got their hand yeah, in the they're, dirt. They're, they're, they're coming left, off with power. Their, their left guard can pull Lake and Tomlinson. He's he is stout. The right guard, eh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you, yeah. yeah. Um, and I would say the same thing about the, the right tackle. Right. I didn't think. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they weren't physical. The left yeah. side oh, was sorry. more. Yeah. The left side. I can't remember. Yeah. Which the, one I got. You're talking about Mike, uh, McCl- Mc- McGlinchey. Mc- McGlinchey. Yeah. And, and then the right guard, Mike Person, Person. uh, you know, he's not, he, 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 you know, doesn't look sure of himself, not very strong, but, uh, Tomlinson, he is a mauler, a squat yeah, monster, and he's, you know, he's top heavy, and yeah. he and he's gonna he's gonna get after it. Uh, you know, Justin School was yeah, yeah. but Joe Staley was Joe phenomenal. Staley was, yeah, he, yes. yeah, he was uh, a great player. So you know, and of course, it, he was out. Yeah, they so they one of the things that but they still did they ran the ball consistently you know you, you you just gotta you know when you when you look at the when you look at the stats uh the way they ran the ball uh you know it's just uh you know it, it, you know they ran for what 156 yards and we ran for 81 yards uh yeah they were not I, i'm sorry 168 4.2 average um Mustard ran for 78, and Breida ran for 68, 79 and 68. And Jay Wilson ran for 18, but he had two touchdowns. I mean, Wilson was the uh, was the power guy. And, you know, I, you know, the running game has to be more effective. We ran for 81 yards. And, uh, How much did Mason have running? Uh, Mason, 
had uh, 15 yards, four for 15. Oh, I uh, see you talking about seven when you're talking about 66 yards right. from your running back. Yeah, that's right. And, well, wait a minute. Let's throw in the two reverses. You had nine and six, so yeah. 15. Yeah. So take another 15 off the top of 66. Yeah. And I'm sorry, the math is getting too big, but yeah. it's around 50 yards. Fif- you know, 15 and 30, so the pounding game was 50 yards, yeah. 51 yards. Now That's not good enough. Yeah. Uh, James was 13 for 45, 3.5 average. But you know what? You know, he looked close, but it was no cigar. No. And it was, and because the Steelers are not finishing their blocks. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. You've got to come off the ball and finish your blocks. Yeah. When you look at when you play an even front, there's yeah. a lot of double teams. Yeah. All right. When you got that chance to double team, you got to secure that double team. And you do it one of two ways. The guy coming down, you got the post guy who who heads, you know, goes straight up on the guy. Yeah. Then you got the guy that comes down on the hip. Well, you got to bang him hard enough to knock him to the inside so that you don't have the inside linebacker having an opportunity to run through on that inside. And then you come over and bubble over the top and, and be able to get the linebacker on the second level. You have to come off together and and do you, uh, you, you got to be physical. And they're not. No, they're, they, they're not. They, they 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 flipper. You can't throw the flipper you and drive a guy the into, the, into the lap. I don't of the know linebacker. if you can. I don't know if you can coach hitting with your head anymore. Yeah. I you know I we're I, gonna have to ask. I, we got to yes. Uh, can you coach hitting with the head? Uh, because that's what we did. You know, and that's why we're we're so goofy. Uh, you know, but there's no. The head, you can still get a fit. Yeah. By hitting into the guy's hip and not using your head with right. your shoulder. Yeah, but getting low. And they're not low. low. Right. Because they're You've up. Got, and you're in a two point stance. It's yeah. hard to go from a two point stance and get any sort of downhill bang. That's the part that to me is just so problematic. Yeah. When the, you line up in a three point, right. you can get low. You're coming off the ball. Yes. You're you're in a sprinter stance. Uh and the ground game has to be more effective. The double teams have to be more effective. The combo blocks, they're not working well. No, you the dad blocks yeah, and the, so forth. Yeah, the yeah, the the um the combination blocks getting onto the second level. Right. Uh, you know, but you're not talking about just the guard and center, or I, I, I mean, sorry, I, I'm the taking tackle. all across the yeah, board. Guard tackle, uh, tackle tight end, yeah, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the uh, I mean, if you watched San Francisco, they do it. How about how about Kittle coming yeah. down and 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 wiping out whoever's on the second yeah, level? Yeah, Kittle is a tough guy. He is I, a tough guy. I, I am very very impressed. With Kittle, I mean, he just uh, uh, he was as very it, it, he He's is put really guys impressive. On skates, yeah, man. he yeah he he was he was coming off the ball, uh, and. Uh, you know he's a tough guy, yeah. Uh, and not only you know did he did, he's the primary receiver. Uh, Kittle had six catches for fifty-seven yards, but uh, Pettis Dante Pettis had uh, four for twenty yards, but he had a touchdown. And you know, uh, it it uh, they were very balanced. You know, they were very very balanced because uh, Garoppolo threw for. Uh, Two, four, six, eight, ten receivers. Um, Mason threw to six, uh, and uh, you know the, the you know the numbers weren't that that big, uh, and so you know, in Vex, Vance McDonald was hurt, and you know and that to me that was one of the biggest losses. Two big losses. Number one, we didn't have Vince Williams. That was a huge right. loss. Okay, yeah. you can tell when Vince is in in there. 
Nobody's taking the blocks on near the line of scrimmage right. with a thump. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's one of the things that sets Vince apart from everybody else. Right. The second thing is Mason had just started the hookup with Vance. I mean, right. you saw it in the Seattle game. Two touchdown passes. Nice job. And you saw it at practice last week. Absolutely. I mean, you're seeing those two were developed that sort of, you know, that mental telepathy thing with a quarterback and a receiver. It's called you, chemistry. Yeah. That but you too. never took chemistry. In. Oh, I, no, I was in the class. I just didn't do well when I was there. <laughs> okay. Which was called failing the class. Yeah. But I you was, flunked I was still, chemistry? Well, I'm, I'm not sure. It was real close. <laughs> it's, you know, Chaluja, I wasn't real good at I know you weren't good at it. All right, go ahead. I remember, though, my teacher, Mr. Dore. Yeah. Mr. Dore was one of those guys. Um, was when, it high school or college? This was uh, No, this was high school. Oh. Um, he was up front, and he had one of those, those big desks, you know, and he was mixing some chemicals. Right. And the thing went, and it blew up on him. Yeah. And... Um, it was like he ducked by. He came up and his glasses were askew. Yeah. It looked like one of those comedy yeah, things. Yeah. Well, M- Mr. Swanson was my chemistry teacher. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? The best thing about chemistry was the Bunsen burners because I I I, uh, I fried my bologna. No way. Yeah, did that's you? right. Yeah, in, in that's science awesome. class. Yeah, yeah. It, now yeah. That, did the smell give you away? Oh uh, uh, yeah. He goes, "Well, who's cooking?" <laughs> But you know, he was um, he went to Iowa, and so when he would yell at us, right. we'd start going I O W A, go Hawks, go, and it would and it would just disarm him. He, you know, he, You're frying baloney. Yeah, You're yeah, leading cheers bologna. in yeah, the chemistry yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, it was it was. You know, you and I, I wish we'd gone to school together. Yeah, we would have. You, you would have dragged me down. <laughs> Academically, so um, all right. So, so that that's how we fix it. Uh, you know, you got to fix it. You got to yes. come off the ball. Uh, you have to. Uh, you know, when Vance went down, you know, I I I imagined that Mason was going to pick it. Now Mason Mason played a lot better in the second half, right? Uh, and you know, he made the the through the throw to Juju and the throw to Deontay. Uh, Johnson, and so I'm not worried about Mason because you know that was a learning experience. You know, there, there's one thing to come off the bench and play well, but it's a whole nother thing to start and play well, uh, especially for a quarterback, especially if you've never started a regular season game because preseason doesn't count. Uh, preseason, everybody's so vanilla that the reads are easy. Now, when you look at uh, uh, what San Francisco did, you know they played. They 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 showed they showed man. They played zone, uh, and they mixed up the coverages right. pretty well to to confuse. And then and they brought pressure. And at times it looked like Mason, um, you know, was going through his second and third read. Uh, you got to keep it, you know. And I I understand, you know the coaching staff having confidence in him and not simplifying it. But I also believe you got to simplify it. You keep it they yeah. did it with Ben. Yeah, that's right. Way back in 04, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. All right? And I know – and one of the things Ben had was a, was a great defense. And a great, and a great running, running game. game. Yeah. You know, and that's – I think you can. You got the people in place to do it. You got the line in place to do it. Now right. you got to get it out of them. Yeah. And I think that simplification would be 
something I, I think I would be all in yeah. for. All right, we're going to open the phone lines up. Uh, it's uh, 412-919-1316. We're going to take a break, and then we'll take your calls uh, after this. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Hey, Ricky, don't lose that number. What number? This is the song. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking about something else. I got I got a little discombobulated there. Yeah. Who is who is this, Craig? I forget. It's Ricky. Tommy Two-Tone. Tommy Two-Tone. Who's Ricky, then? His buddy. Has Tommy Two-Tone got a buddy named Ricky? Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously. All right. Because you would think you'd write about a buddy. Not just make the name up. And yeah. really, where's two tone? No, this from? isn't Ricky. Don't lose that number. This is this is that other song. It's the eight, eight six, six seven. seven five, yeah, that's know. right. Yeah, I so thought it's it was not Ricky. Tommy Tommy yeah. No, it's Tommy Two Tone. All right, that doesn't matter. You know, uh, I was wrong. All right, uh, welcome to the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Touch. Uh, we're just talking about the running game. And you think he'd be related to Tommy Monotone? Then? No, no, no. Who's yeah. Tommy Monotone? Well, maybe a cousin of Tommy uh, Two-Tone. Uh, yeah. All right. Woof. Uh, you, you, your, your brain is... Uh, too much caffeine, brother. Too much caffeine. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Uh, please help out. Uh, he's killing me here. Uh, CR from Chicago. Welcome to the locker room. CR. Hey, good morning, guys. See y'all still next in Chicago. How the heck you two all folks doing this morning, man? Fabulous, as always. Yeah, great. How about oh, you? Oh man, I'm I'm you know what? <clears throat> because of you guys, man, my life is really, really exciting because I get up in the morning, I could be in bad shape or you know, whatever. I start listening to YouTube and uh you just light up my whole day, man. Especially <laughs> you, Wolf, because you be out there sometimes, brother. I'm telling you. You know what? He is. He, I have been the burden <laughs> that he has had to carry for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, guys, before I get started, <clears throat> first thing I really want to say is happy belated birthday, Touch. Absolutely. Very really, really proud of you, brother. You, um, you know, to make it this far and. Um, you know, with, with the burden of having a wolf on your back. <laughs> you know, you know, CR, I, I don't know if I'm more surprised uh, that I got here at all or that I got here this fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, I was just thinking, too, man. Um, w- when I went to the military, man, you were you were probably five years old, get ready to go on six, man. So um, but for you guys to be, because uh, I went to the military in 63. Oh, and, uh, really? I, wow. I just, yeah, I just turned 18, so I call you guys old fogies with love, but um, really, you babies, you know. I, 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 <laughs> That's all no, right, brother. Yeah, I know, and uh, I'm I'm just happy for you guys. You know, if, like I said, sometimes with you out there, but uh, I love it, man, because I'll be driving the, the bus, and I start laughing, people look up in the back, and, well, what's going on, Phil? You all right? And I'm just, this is a touch of wolf, you know. <laughs> 
You know, living <laughs> your life mentally irregular ain't a bad thing. Right. You know. <laughs> no, no. Well, hey, in your case, heck no. <laughs> you, you are an inspiration to millions. There you go. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about football. I, I take the time to uh, to sit down and kind of get some thoughts together most of the time, and I got my thoughts together right now. And uh, I'm in total agreement with you, Wolf, um, as far as uh, the, the game plan. So let, let me just put this out here. Uh, you know, in the first half, it was four turnovers equal to six points. Uh, in my opinion, the defense did do its job. What happened was that the offense did not do its job. Right. And the reason – I believe the reason is the offensive scheme is not designed to fit uh, Mr. QB's skill set. I say Mr. QB because I'm coining a, another phrase. MR is Mason Rudolph and uh, uh, QB quarterback. So uh, I've got some terms out that you guys have been using for, for the last year. I'm very happy with it. Uh, and, and one of them is old fogies, and the other one is uh, a wild, wild west. So anyway, um, <clears throat> he, uh, he is a, he's an under-center type, type QB. Uh, with uh, I think they need a, a two-back set in the backfield, uh, put Connors deep in the eye, and, and Nick as a fullback when he returns. If not, in the present time, use uh, Benny Snell as a lead back because uh, he, too, is also a downhill-type runner. Um, to support this, uh, try Washington in the slot because of the inherent history between him and Mr. QB. And when on the center... Mr. QB can can use uh, play action passes to roll out uh, to the left or to the right and uh, come up with downfield throws, maybe 20 yards, 10 yards, and then he can also spring for uh, for them long uh, long passes because you know he's capable of doing that. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Well, you know, CR, let me let me uh, let me take the uh, first one. You know, I I don't know that Mason Rudolph is. Um, uh, a natural under the center quarterback because at Oklahoma State he was in shotgun exclusively, uh, and I think that's why they're they're putting him in a situation to be more comfortable. But uh, I don't think that's putting the offensive line in a situation to be more okay. comfortable because I, 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 I they they want to they I, you know as an offensive lineman I want to have my I, I always had my hand in the dirt even on uh nickel and dime situations i put my hand in the dirt uh even though that we were up because i felt more compact more explosive lower in my stance and so uh you know i just uh i just think that exactly so you know i i get you but the point is, one thing about being an offensive lineman, especially if you're 6'9", especially if you're 6'5", yeah. you know, it doesn't help or does not hurt you to be able to um, lock and load and get yourself in a smaller, compact sphere by getting in a three-point stance and starting a little lower. I, th- I think it's helpful. That's yeah. all. And so, you know, I'm not worried about Mason. I think he's going to develop uh, uh, nicely. I, I just think that, uh, you know, one of the things that I would do is I would go to the quick passes. You know, he's really good when he knows which way he's going uh, on, a pre, on a pre-snap read. And so uh, uh, I, I just think keep it simple. You know, that's what we used to say in our day. Keep it simple. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you – don't, you don't. Well, yeah, with you two guys, that's, yeah. I guess so. That's what a coach used to say all the time, kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. Well, it's, it's two parts to that, but we won't use the other part because we're on radio. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I was listening to you the other day, Wolf, when you were saying uh, when you were playing against the fridge, you had to go down it real low and come up because uh, the fridge is a whole lot of man. To, to, that was to three three hundred seventy-five pounds, man, and we moved them. Yeah, they didn't. You can move them. Don't tell me you can't move these yeah, guys. Yeah, they, they didn't call him Biscuit for no reason. He, yeah. you know, he was a Biscuit under yeah, four hundred. So. Well, okay, guys, I got my points. I just want to holler out to Juan and a couple of the other guys. I really appreciate the, some of the people we got out there in the field, uh, like uh, Santastic uh, Sword and a few other guys. So I'm going to get out here and let some other people talk. In the meantime, in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Yep. All right, thanks, thanks CR. CR. All right, 412-919-1316. Uh, let's go to... Ed in Cleveland. Ed, welcome to the locker room. Hey, Tons. How are you? Uh, maybe I'm right or maybe I'm wrong. Was yesterday your birthday? Yeah, yesterday was, it was my birthday. Indeed. Yeah. yeah, well, happy, happy belated birthday to you, Tons. I heard that. I thought I heard that somewhere. Thanks, Ed. Um, Appreciate it. Anyway, real quick, real quick. You guys are doing the game, so they show, CBS shows a stat on the, on the thing. It says teams that turn the ball over five times are 0 46 and 1. Yeah. In the last since 2016, the the one tie would happen to be the Steelers, and now the one is also the Steelers. Anyway, just real quick, right that the, the the problem that I had with the game was was on the one that's on the offensive end. I didn't see. Uh, I seen we only had two two passes that were completed over the line of scrimmage. I felt like personally that they just had handcuffs on. Uh, on Mason, they didn't let him expand. Everything, like you said earlier, was like that uh, quick passes to Juju on that first drive, and you know a quick pass to to James on that first drive. We we didn't get to explore, expand the offense at all. And then on on two of those four fumbles, that was in the in, in uh, San Francisco was in the red zone, so that's why we couldn't get points out of it because the offense didn't expand anything, and we couldn't go anywhere with anything. So that those are those are some of the main main issues that I had with it. Just just uh, Feigner just letting letting uh, Mason play. Also, I wanted to talk about Connors. Is he hurt or is he just not playing well? That's that's you know. I, it, I, I don't I don't think Ed. There's holes there. Uh, you know, we watched the film yesterday. They they got to get a little bit of a. Uh, a little better push, and they do. Uh, yeah, uh, and and that's got to happen, yeah. you know. And you've got to be able to. Hey, how many times did Mason overthrow a guy? Yeah, all right, he was high a yeah. lot of the times. Yeah. yeah, okay, you understand yeah. though. And it, I'm not putting all the blame on him. It's just it is or it isn't. You either hit the pass or you don't. I mean, that's just as simple right, as right. you either run the ball right. or you don't, or you you make the block yeah. or you don't. And one of these things that you got to look at is is that getting done? Yeah, and and he's got and and you know he's going to develop and sure you he know is. He, it was his first start. You know your first. You know start, the other thing. Yeah, your first. The other start, thing I wanted to mention. Go ahead, Captain. Sorry, uh, um, Ed. Your first start is, you know, your head spinning. You know your head spinning. You could come off the bench and play well, but when you're right, starting, I get that. yeah, when you're starting, it's a whole different animal. Now, uh, what happened yet uh, on Sunday is going to give him accelerated growth for this Monday night. Well, see, the the one thing also too, I want, I I, I think we got to be Browns fans this week because Browns playing Baltimore, we're not totally out of this. If the Browns can beat Baltimore, we're only a game behind them playing them in two weeks. You know, I mean, so it's it's not 
the end of a season, which everybody likes to think. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could still come back and win this division. Yeah. This is going to be a three three race, you know, three horse race in this division. But you got to start this week by uh, knocking yeah. off Cincinnati. No question. You know? Right. All right. I just have one other thing. Uh, you got you guys happen to have water in front of you, right? Yeah, a glass of water or anything. Yeah, we I got want, uh, Wolf. I want Wolf to get a lighter and see if he can light that. <laughs> light it? Why? Because he's always talking about this river getting on fire. So I want to know if uh, <laughs> that it's really not easy to put a river on fire. It's hard to light water. Yeah, it is. Talent. It is. That's why <laughs> Cleveland's That's a special city. <laughs> Uh, you know. All right. all right, guys. Thanks. I'm listening. I'm here listening every day, even uh, though I don't call. But I love uh, you guys. Thanks. Thanks, thanks Ed. Bye. Thanks for the call. That's it, Ed. All right. It's four one two nine one nine one three six. Let's talk I think about. He's a little offended by my. Yeah. 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 Reference to lighting a, a river on fire. Well, is it the Catawba River? No. Wasn't it the Cuyahoga? Cuyahoga. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know. Who's, what's Catawba? Catawba is a city in uh, in Ohio. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I was there over the weekend. What's that? You were Catawba? at Catawba? I was really? in Catawba. Yeah. Now get out. It's a, it's on Lake Erie. I was it? there for a wedding. Yeah. yeah. Port right. Clinton. Yeah. Port Clinton. The walleye capital of the world. Catawba is the walleye capital of the world? No. Port Clinton is the walleye capital well, of the world. how close is Catawba to Port Clinton? It, it, They're like one and the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's just like. Was well, uh, Catawba a city or not? Yeah. It, it is. And okay. it's just like Upper St. Clair and the South Hills. Oh, now you're really yeah, like yeah, 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 that's right. No, but uh, uh, but you know, wow. Port Clinton. Uh, uh, when uh, Sharon's dad and I and Jeff, uh, Sharon's brother, we went fishing and we we were slaying we the walleye. We were, were slaying you? the walleye, and <laughs> it was great. It was phenomenal. So it was were the you best in fish. Catawba or were you in Port Clinton? Well, Catawba Island. There's a Catawba oh, Island. Oh, there's a Catawba Island. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And All right. So, yeah, but we were in Port Clinton. We oh, went that's out of, cool. Yeah. Did and, you go to the, uh, the island? Yeah, yeah. Is it a real island? I yeah, mean, it's like, a real yeah, island. There's, there's yeah, there's a lot of, it? you know, there's a few islands off I of know. Lake Erie. Yeah. Yeah, and or in Lake Erie. Uh, and uh, Catawba Island um, was was a pretty cool spot. Uh, so, anyways, let's get back to this. Yes. Um, you know, uh, what Ed said, uh, you know, well, lighting the bottle you, on you, fire? No, not lighting the oh, ball okay. up. I mean, you know, but, but football. We're talking football. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah we're, ta- you're, we're, you're, we're talking football. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the things is uh, I don't think they handcuffed him. I, I don't think they handcuffed Mason. The game started. I so yeah, yeah, but I But I did think that we, you know, you got to run the ball. For, you got to be balanced. You got to be balanced. And, uh, and balance – leads to you know they you know did they stack you know the, the, did they stack the box yeah uh and you know they had their 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 linebackers or fast flow guys their defensive line our penetrators uh wide nine guys uh armstead did you uh, feel that the second level guys made a bigger difference in the running game or was it the down guys? Um, I thought it was the down guys did more damage. Well, yeah, because uh, we, you know, when you when you don't get a push, you can't get off on the second level. That's that was my thought. Yeah, process. and uh, you know, it, it uh, you know, it was it wasn't pretty. No, it, it was, just wasn't pretty. It, it wasn't pretty. You know, and uh, uh, as as you you, you you talked about, you know, the, the leading tackle tackler was uh, DeForest Buckner. He had eight tackles, and uh, 
And then the second tackler was Quan Alexander, which normally happens. But DJ Jones uh, was up there, and uh, Blair Robert uh, Ronald Blair was up there, and you know it, it was uh, the the defensive Absolutely. line uh, did a great job of disrupting things, and uh, uh, and you know and they ran they ran great twists when third and long situations, and you know. It, you, they collapsed the pocket at times. Now, at times there was great protection, but at times the pocket was collapsed. And it was times when... Uh, and it happened, in my mind, more in the second half right. as they proceeded along, and there's more pressure to right. put the ball in the air. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think that's... you know Your first statement coming out after you get the takeaway. And by the way, I got to go back and just say, T.J. Watt, what a great play that was. Right, yeah. You watch that. You've got... The wham motion going away from you. You got a receiver going in, in faking a reverse motion away right. from you. You got uh, the the line is coming towards you on play action on on run action. You play off of the six eight three hundred and ten pound tackle in front of you, right? School, yeah. Um, or was not, that not no school. McGlinchey? It's, it's McGlinchey. Yeah. So he throws McGlinchey down. Then he he sees Breida the whole time, and he mirrors. Uh, Brita, and then you got Mike Person, 6'4", 305, coming after you. You defeat that block, and then you get in position That's to make the interception. Well, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> but you fight off two guys, right. and you get yourself – that was a tremendous play by and T.J. And Brita uh, set it up for you. Yeah, yeah. He bobbled it. Oh, no, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. the point is, what did Chuck always used to say? Those who run to the ball, those who hustle, yeah. they're the ones that – Make, make the, the place. place, yeah, uh, you know? and uh, and he did, and and and, uh, and I just want to throw a little salutation yeah, out there because well, I thought that you know it's easy to overlook that play, but that was one heck of a play. No, I don't think it player. is easy to overlook the play. It's easy to overlook what happened after that, just three points, right? Uh, and you you know you, you you need more, and you're in plus territory. You you, you got to come up with points. I, I you no know uh, field goals. Uh, the field goal was was good, but it wasn't enough. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to go back to your phone calls. Uh, he's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Okay, so we're discussing why the Steelers lost. And, uh, you know, we've been focusing on the offense and the uh, lack of uh, uh, touchdowns from the takeaways. And another thing is uh, that, you know, the Steelers can't get off the field on third down. Uh, they get they're they're six of eleven. You know, San Francisco was six of eleven on third down, fifty five percent. And uh, I heard a stat today, and I think it was Bob Labriola said that the Steelers' uh, defense has been you know third downs have been converted forty seven percent of the times in in three games. Right, uh, and that's not good. No, and the Steelers are sticking it around twenty half that twenty five percent in in their right. third down conversion. So the two of it together, yeah, not being able to roll the chains, right, not being able to get off the field, those that's deadly. Yeah, uh, and and so that is that is. Uh, 
Uh, so, anyways, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Dez in Arlington, Texas. Dez, welcome to the locker room. What's up, brothers? How y'all doing? Uh, doing, doing good, great, Dez. brother. Doing good. Happy belated birthday, Tunch. Oh, thank you, Dez. Oh, no problem. All right, so yeah, I just, I'm just trying to figure out why didn't Jalen get more opportunities to, to run the ball. Um, my opinion against Seattle, I know it's a small sample, but when he came in, Jalen had the same offensive line, the same quarterback, and he moved the ball. I mean, he only got three carries, eight yards, but but I, I see him make somebody miss. I seen him run away from somebody, and he moved the ball. So why – I asked y'all last week, do y'all think that he's going to get more touches? Like, uh, and and he didn't get no carries. Uh, I appreciate the coach for deactivating Deontay and getting, giving other people chances to, to run kick returns and punt returns back because Ryan's sister is not doing the job either. But why Jalen didn't get no carries? Do y'all have any idea? Is he like in the doghouse or something? So who did you say was in the doghouse? Jalen is Jalen. Jalen. Oh, oh no, I don't think I don't think he's in the doghouse. I just no, not uh, at all. Uh, you know, I just you know, I I don't know. You know, I I can't answer that question. Uh, and you know, uh, it's going to be Randy Feetner or Eddie Faulkner, the uh, running backs coach, who are going to make those decisions. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, I I I I can't answer that, Des. I don't I don't have an answer. Yeah, no no doubt about it. I thought Dante. Uh, Moncrief would spend some time uh, with a little downtime. I think a timeout is good for him right now, given yeah. what's gone okay. on. But I expect I appreciate him. That. I but I also expect him to make a comeback. Look, right. this guy's been a producer wherever he's been. So this might, hopefully, it's a hiccup in his career. Uh, I hope it's not a downturn. That's the one thing. But I do expect him to fight his way back to getting some playing time. Yeah. I I agree. I, I agree. He's got too much ability. Uh, he's too fast. Keepers, he, when you he, watch him yeah, in the practice, yeah, yeah he is, uh, and he's got good hands, strong uh, hands and, too, uh, and he's very aggressive. He he's a good, uh, you know. Now you know uh, when I when I'm I, what I'm about to say is he's good uh, in count, uh, combat catches but he hasn't shown that this year but you know one of the things that I look back when they signed him I look back on my notes uh, on my chart uh, for Jacksonville and I had this big strong fast can get up and get the ball and very very physical uh, and I saw that in camp but uh, Des I you know I haven't seen it in games now I I believe that he's going to turn it around because he's he's been in the league for a while and he uh, uh, I think he knows how to get back on track. Yeah, well, hopefully he do. And I mean, I'm not like judging because I'm not out there. And I'm not, you know, I'm not. I didn't make it to the NFL, so but I'm just I just appreciate the coaches like switching it up and trying something different. And you know, so that's why, I, why I'm asking why not try that with Jalen? Like, give he had no carries last uh, Sunday. Yeah. And so I was just curious, like, why. Well, I can only say this: when when something like this past weekend happens, they they will be exploring. You know, they're gonna they'll be looking elsewhere too. And look, I believe James Conner is an excellent running back. 
You and can't put the. He knows. You, everybody knows. You can't put the ball on the ground. That's uh, my heart breaks for the guy because I know just how tough that is to swallow. Yeah, when you're capable of producing so much more, and then that happens. That's that's a killer. And and that was at a crucial time in the game, yeah. and it turned out into uh, uh, a 49er win. You, he's got to be thinking about that. You know, when you no when you when you blow a play, it haunts you. Uh, it haunts you, and it haunts you, and it haunts you. Well, yeah, well, you know, I'm a believer, and I feel the coach believer in James Conner. That's why he was out there. But I, I just want, I just want to tell him this maybe it could have gave us a spark or something. And he doesn't have no carries. But, but we got Cincinnati this weekend. So, uh, you know, let's just. Let's just get this W. Let's just focus on the next week. Yeah, you gotta you gotta start. You know, you get you victories. You take them one at a time, and this is gonna right. be a a good opportunity. This is a good two week period because uh, you're gonna have uh, Cincinnati at home, and then you're gonna have Baltimore at home. Now that's gonna be interesting. Uh, I'm not I'm not looking to Baltimore yet. But Baltimore has been playing really good football at two and one. They almost, uh, they they didn't almost beat Kansas City, but they were in the game uh, until the end. Right, no doubt. All right, fellas, I uh, appreciate taking my call, and you know, let's, like I said, let's just get this win this, this week. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, we have no control over it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when we had a hand yeah. in the pile yeah. for, uh, you know, for the result, but that time is no more. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> All right, fellas, appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Des. All right, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Lincoln in Seattle. Lincoln, welcome to the locker room. Uh, thank you, brothers. I appreciate it. Uh, happy uh, belated birthday there, Tunch and, and Wolf, too. Uh, I got involved him, too, into yeah. this. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Well, Tunch turned his jersey number. Now we're asking God, let us turn let's to turn my, jer- to yeah, my yeah, jersey number, 73. Yeah. <laughs> now I know what you want for your birthday, Wolf. You would want the REO Speedwagon. REO's uh, greatest hits. Triple Hamburger, right? Or Whopper. <laughs> One of the greatest gifts I ever got was was when Sharon made me a carrot cake. Yeah, I yeah. Ate, I ate the whole oh, dead gum thing, yeah, man. He, oh, it was we, unbelievable. Well, we it, we had we celebrated Wolf's birthday at our house, and so Sharon made two carrot cakes. And the one was for the celebration that was our house, and the one was for him to take home. Well, he took home a cake and a half because <laughs> he loves carrot cake. I loved it. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, 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 I just got a couple questions, uh, or uh, if you guys can. Uh, I know that um, this is going to – I think our defense was great. I, I, that And people um, – are mad about us trading our first round pick for Mika, but I, that's I a great trade. Fantastic. And I was like, I tell people, I was like, I don't care, man. I mean, the guy played great, man. I mean, he's, I, you know, everybody says, well, if we go four and 12 or something like that, that we're going to give up that guy from Clemson. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I said, you got a proven player out there. And he just, uh, he was fantastic. Um, the one thing, though, um, it was um, Mark Barron. Um, I think he just not fast enough to cover, or you could, I could be wrong in this and saying this. Uh, what's your guys' take on that? Or on that last 
drive, he um, was covering the tight end, and I know we have issues covering the tight end. And uh, and then he was supposed to cover uh, Pettis, and then uh, I think it was Cameron Kelly that came in a little bit late on the touchdown pass. And uh, the other thing I was going to talk about you know, is uh, about the offense. Um, how were you going to beat this blitz? Uh, I just had a suggestion. Could we use, like, uh, since Samuels wasn't used, could we use him as a hybrid tight end kind of like a thing and loosen up the defense a little bit? Because I know he could beat most of the linebackers in the NFL. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Because you guys are the experts, and hey, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, thanks for the call, Lincoln. Um, you know, first, Mark Barron has got the speed. Yeah. That's why they brought him in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like everybody else out there who puts a hand in the pile, yeah. you got to get the job done. On yeah. certain plays, he gets it done. On certain plays, he has not got it done. And part of that is I would think – you know, the one thing about it is he misses some time during the week, and we've talked right. about it, and that's got to be tough. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know whether he's got some issues health-wise that prevent him yeah. from, from uh, Injuries, pra- yeah. Yeah, practicing. I think that's something that he's got to look at. And, you know, it's like when Ben started taking off on Wednesdays and then came back and then started practicing on right. Wednesdays for a while. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you got to ramp it up and, and get the extra work in when things aren't going as you want them to go. you got to make sure you button down all your assignments. Yeah. So sometimes you got to do what you don't want to do, and, and uh, you know, that's it. You know, um, and the Jalen Jalen Samuels thing, uh, you know, at, at some point they're going to start inserting them more. And, uh, and I don't know what that point is. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he is a big receiver and he's physical and he, and he's got speed as well. So, uh, you know, I, I you know, it's going to be interesting to see and, and, you know, how he runs the ball, uh, will be, uh, uh, you know, a factor as well. So, uh, you know, th- this week is going to probably be, uh, be some difference and uh, we'll see it and it'll be interesting to see how uh the offensive coaching staff you know what what changes they make uh or uh are they more patient with the run or uh do they do they rotate the running backs more they will you know these are all questions that uh, that are asked and we're gonna see uh answer, answered on Monday night. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, all right. Uh let's go to the phones. 412-919-1316. Let's go to Don or Dan in uh Plano, Texas. What's happening, fellas? How are you doing, Dan? Well, I'm doing all right, but uh, I'd like to go back to what you said to you when you came back from break. About not getting off the field on third down. Heavens to Mercatroy. Yeah. We are softer <laughs> than warm butter. <laughs> I'm liking you already, there, Cowboy. Supposed number one picks bouncing all over the place. Was that was that the Jetsons? Heavens to Murgatroyd. Was that the Jetsons? I believe it was. Yeah. Wow. Yes, sir. I believe it was. All right. Yeah. How about that for a callback? That's great. That works. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, if I'm a defense or an offensive coordinator, an opposite team, third and nine, third and seventeen, doesn't seem to matter. We'll give it up if they go for it. 
Well, you, you've got to get <laughs> off the field, simply put. You yeah. know, and again, it comes well, back down it. to I mean, Bud Dupree, get home on your get home on your dang on your dang blitz. Stop power rushing. Get in there. Disrupt. Terrell Edmonds, the training wheels are off. Let's see it. Well, that comes down to what we were talking about. You either do or don't do, and that's where you, you start Right, from. and they're not doing it all. The five turnovers were wonderful. That's, that's that was just tremendous. Great, thank you. Yeah. But getting murdered on third down against Jimmy G. Good gravy, Marie. Yeah. The third downs are killing us. Yeah. No question. And I got to touch yeah. sidebar. Got to take you on a little bit. How can you say they don't have handcuffs on Mason Rudolph? The guy didn't throw the ball downfield. You go to a pop Warner, they take more shots downfield than you let that guy take. Well, you he know, got good receivers, Petty Moves. I, I, you know, I don't agree with you, Dan. Uh, he was looking downfield, and that's why the collapse pocket a number of times. We watched the film. You know, you, you watch the game, and you kind of uh, you 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 see something, but it's not always uh, accurate of what you see. When you watch the film, you notice why things happened and uh i i i i i'm i don't think they handcuffed him because he was looking down the field a he bunch. had the opportunities to throw yeah. the ball he chose to check it down yeah more. and then uh uh in the second half he did throw the ball downfield and you know what it's a it's Thank a uh, but dan wait a second it's a growth process he is in the learning stage he's not a polished nfl quarterback yet now well, can that happen? Absolutely, uh, but it's got. He's got to work on uh, developing, and you don't develop without your reps. That's true. There's no question. He's brand new, and I think he could be a great quarterback in the NFL. Don't get me wrong about that. Yeah. But when they did open it up a little bit, and they told him to let it go. We scored touchdown. Yeah, well, you know what? The the the, the blown ups. You know, Deontay uh, Johnson blew, uh, or the uh, Varnett blew uh, the coverage on Deontay Johnson. He, you know, they were in cover three. He came up in press, looked like he was playing man, and then all of a sudden he 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 bit on the slowdown, and then Deontay Johnson blew past him. It was uh, uh, it was because Varnett. Uh, you know, who was still thinking about the previous play when he tackled James Washington, and uh, you know that that, that was a blow, you know that was a uh, a bad play by Vernet, and we took advantage of it. Uh, and uh, yeah, Dan, correct, but that was that, but that that's the benefit of going downfield to Washington. Hey, Dan, that's what broke that up. Hey, hey, bud. Yes, sir. Okay, you're down in Texas, and we're getting a lot of feedback. Are you punching doggies or anything? You right in the range. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing that crazy. Okay, nothing just had to check. I'm out for my morning. I'm out for my morning walk, man. Oh, you gotta, okay. You got to do something. Yeah, got gotcha, you, brother. Yes, sir. All right, thanks for the call. All right, you guys are great. Thanks for taking the call. Y'all have a good, good yeah. one now. Yeah, thanks, right. brother. Keep walking. Yeah, All right. right. All right, uh, uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more of your calls. He's Wolf. I'm Touch, and you are in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. 
So, do you think help is on the way? I mean, are you are you concerned that we continue down this road, or do you think uh, you know we're going to get a little help? Well, I think like any time during the season when things aren't going away, you've got to find that little bit to grab onto and start to unravel the problems that have been, you know, you've created for yourself. Right. You know, you've got to find those answers to getting uh, the the third down completions yeah. or or first downs. You or know? getting off the getting field. Getting off the field. Those are things that manifest themselves thus far week in and week out. And it's not – the answers are right there in front of you. Right. It's, it's you do or you don't. Execute. It's the execution. And right. so I think when they start to – like we, we would, you, you know, you find the running game comes alive. Because yeah. you got to make it come alive. Right. You know, there is there – when I talk about the mental RPMs, there is a real difference between going out there and playing and going out with the same sort of mindset, such as the pyramid builders did – centuries ago yeah. you know when you the, the old theory you know 1,000 men move a block up that thing couldn't do it what right. they do they executed half of them and a quarter of them did what a thousand of them couldn't you know that sort of thing that you know I know I'm I'm hy- a little hyperbolic in my words with it but understand the mental intensity that you have to get to to realize the production that you have to manifest out there is ginormous. Right. You got to get after so it. So can you do it? They can, can they do it? They can. They've yeah. got the people who have proven they can do it. Yeah. I think one of the things that is great is the addition of Minka. Yeah. Fitzpatrick. Right. Who already big paid. Play. Di- yes, he paid. Big play. He paid big bet dividends yeah. in his first game. And people's, I'm, I'm listening to the comments from some people, and some of them are saying things like, Ah, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, it, it's a safety. It's not the, that's a big position. Yeah, and you're trying to strengthen your yeah. roster at every position. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know he had five uh, tackles, a quarterback hurry, one interception, one pass defended, one forced fumble. This is on five days of yeah, practice. That's right. Are you kidding me? You got you got to love them. You yes, love absolutely. Him. You know, I had a chance. You know, I, we, we had a chance to talk with him. Uh, yeah. You talked to him. He's a very bright guy. Yeah. You know, and I he, really liked him. And he's a nice guy. All right, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Dave uh, in Florida. Dave, welcome to the locker room. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Happy belated birthday, Touch. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, the running game's stolen now. In, in years past, I've, it's actually drove me crazy a little bit that they used to run a lot of quick pitches to the wide receivers, and I haven't seen any this year. I missed the first eight minutes of the 49er game, so I don't know if they did any in that game, but they're not extending the running game out to the wide receivers, and I'd like to see them you know, at least throw the ball down the field, take the shot, to soften up the defense. You, you, you know, Dave, one of the things is uh, the reason uh, when you look at uh, uh, the San Francisco North 49ers, they go with the wide nine look. Their defensive ends are way, way outside. And so, and their defensive tackles aren't the biggest 
and the heaviest. So, you know, we thought, uh, Wolf and I, you go straight after them. And it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. These guys can run. And, and, you know, Kwan Alexander and uh, Freddie Warner, uh, those two guys can flat out fly. They are they're 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 sideline to sideline linebackers, and then Dre Greenlaw, uh, who's a rookie, uh, he's not bad either. Uh, so they the, you know they the way they play the run uh, is uh, you know not too bad. They 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 held. Uh, 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 Cincinnati the week before, and uh, they get out. They get after it. Let me just say this right. too: on the second play from scrimmage, they threw a now route to a Juju that got my, minus two yards. Right. All right. Right. So, hey, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, was Wes right yesterday, Craig? Were you on your lounge chair so, uh, smoking a stogie? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Huh? No. Not. Hey, thanks, thanks. Thanks, brother. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. You betcha. Thanks. Uh, um, you know, a- anyways, it's 412-919-1316. You know, w- we thought you could run right at them. That's what we thought. Yes. You know, uh, you know the, the defensive tackles are under 300. Uh, dig them out, push them back, get them in, push them into the linebackers' Uh, laps and you know create some great yeah, gaps to yeah. tear through and there and we didn't do that uh you know it, it was you know we didn't do that now everything that everything every lack of production is is fixable but you got to get back to work there's no question you got to get it. back to work and you can't let it um discourage you and you can't, and you got to get after. And let's just come to grips here and realize this is a big week. This is huge. I mean, I know. you're talking Monday night football yeah. at Hines, yeah. home, two zero and three teams. You do not want to come away this weekend zero yeah. and four. Do you, do you think? Uh, I think there's pressure here. Do you this think week. the ratings are going to uh, go down because it's two zero and three teams? Normally, uh, normally when Cincinnati and Pittsburgh play, it's a big game. Yeah, it's a big game. It was a heated game, but yeah, a lot of the. Uh, but you know, this, this some is going to be a are... heated game because they're both zero and three. Absolutely, and also you're missing characters like Vontez, Perfect, and right. so forth. Yeah, you know, and and both teams are uh, are you know desperate, uh, desperate and, for a win. And you know, if coincidentally enough, for the Steelers, it's fortuitous because AJ Green is not going to play either. Right, right. So I mean, you've got some big names that are gone, and, and then Tyler Eifert doesn't look like Tyler Eifert. Did I you, you saw him. Yeah, I didn't watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any film of the, of yeah. the Bengals yet? Yeah, he just he doesn't look like he, he he did. You know, he's been he's been injured the last three years. All right, let's go to the phones. It's four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Juan uh, in Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room, brother. Hey, good morning, my brother. Good morning, Juan. Happy belated birthday, Tyson. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right, um, and Wolf, look like you was kid. Look like you got a California tan. I saw you on, on my TV when I was watching the game. Really? You know what? I yeah. had so much SPF on me, I could have sat on the sun for a week. Thanks to Jerry Dulac. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, um, let's talk about this old line. Um, dude, uh, with Big Al and Matt Father, they don't look too good for me. I know y'all seen it um, during training camp. They look pretty good, but. 
do you think it's possible we see Chooks get a helmet finally because he hasn't had a helmet in since the season started? Uh, you know what? I, I we don't know that Juan. We're gonna uh, you know you, you, every week can change, and uh, if you're not playing well, they do sometimes make changes. Uh, so w- you know I, we can't say that uh, uh, you know that guys need replaced. Guys need to get better. You know, and that's that's the big part of it. And so you know I I, I don't know. You know. Uh, uh, I just uh, think the offensive line as a whole did not play well, and they they need to play better. Right, and they know it. Yeah, let me tell you, the boys know it because uh, we knew it back in the day, Chaluch. Yeah, nobody had to tell us when our play was subpar. Right, because you knew it before you walked into the film room. Yeah, yeah, and also, um, and do you think do you think the Steelers will regret letting Deontay Spencer go? Because that guy he took one to the house for Denver on Sunday. Yeah. I I I I regret that. That was Dunch's guy. Yeah, that yeah. was my guy. Yeah, I know. So yeah, that guy, he's pretty fast. So yeah, he, he returned one for Denver. So I would, could imagine if he was on our team. Yeah, Deontay Spencer was. Uh, I, I was all over him. Yeah, uh, in training camp. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully we get this win because. I was saying, I, I was making a joke. I said, every boy, I told everyone, both of us was on three. It'd be some stuff if we end up in a tie on Monday night. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Steelers, I, we're going to win this week, man. I got to believe it. Just, we are going to win this week. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I got, I got confidence in my guys. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I think we're going to pull it out. I think we're going to get it together. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Juan. Appreciate your call, brother. Thank you, brother. All right. Thank Take you. care, brother. Have a great day. All right, four one two nine one nine one three one six. The phone lines have lit up. Let's go to Rick in Dallas. Rick, welcome to the locker room. Yeah. Hey guys. Um, I just wanted to go over a few thoughts. Um, so it, it looks to me like the time of possession is really, really wearing out the defense. Um, the defense seems to be great in the first half, even the last game and this game. It seems like they get a little bit tired in the second half. And I just think it's the offense lack of being able to convert, you know, uh, on third down. And uh, I just think it seems like everybody's playing near the line of scrimmage. And I, I almost wish we would take one or two deep shots, you know, the first few possessions against Cincinnati because I, you know, I just have a feeling they're going to stack the line on us and um as far as um i'm just curious do you think ben will be on the sideline after he gets done with the surgery next to to rudolph i I wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised rick and by the way you make a great point uh in uh, the time of possession and the the fatigue of the defense uh you know you look at uh, uh time of possession on sunday uh 49ers had the ball 36 minutes 17 seconds Steelers only had the ball 23 minutes uh and uh you know it, it it's got to be better than that and you're you're uh you're very very right uh but you know what uh when you look at Cincinnati they they play over and under uh defensive line but a lot of times they've got uh 
Carlos Dunlop standing up and Sam Hubbard standing up. And so they've got a five-man front with the two linebackers stacked. Uh, and they'll they'll bring their strong safety into the box as well. Uh, and uh, you're right. You we, and they'll play kind of they'll play man coverage behind it, cover one. But sometimes they'll play. Uh, they, they, a lot of times they'll play to cover two. When they play cover two, they've got a seven-man front, uh, and they're going to initially they want to stop the 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 run with seven guys, not sneak that eighth guy in there. Yeah, and and as far as I mean, I know a lot of people are being negative and all that, but I'll tell you the the most encouraging thing out of the whole game for me was Minka. That yeah, he's an automatic game yeah. changer. I mean, just the way he was laying the wood on some of those guys, I was just like, wow. I mean, it's nice to actually have what I consider a really good free safety again. So that's pretty exciting. But that, that's pretty much all I had, and uh, just wanted to comment on the game. So all right, thanks, Rick. Thanks for Appreciate the call. Appreciate it, brother. All right. Uh, Yeah. 412-919-1316. Let's take a break, and then we're going to close out the show uh, with your phone calls. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. So the help cry goes out. And sometimes in this situation, you got to be helped by yourself. Uh, you got to take care of, uh, of business. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the Steelers change it around this this week and, right. and maybe it's not a change of personnel maybe it's just a change of attitude uh maybe it's just a chain you know uh, it, it's um you, when, when you look at the film you you, you kind of say okay that they're, they're not they're not uh, uh playing and you've got to make the place and sometimes it's just a matter of getting better uh and growing every day all right, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Jeff in San Diego. Jeff, welcome to the locker room. How are you doing, uh, gentlemen? I hope you're both having a great day. We are. We are, bud. Good. Hey, we flew up for the game. Um, it was kind of fun to go up with all the Steeler fans on the plane. wasn't as much fun coming back. But, uh, <laughs> good time. Um, two quick comments and a question for you guys. Um, you know, we're living on the West Coast. We have deep Pittsburgh roots, born and raised there. But, you know, every time they come to the West Coast, it's an old broken record. You know, I think their winning percentage out here under Tomlin's like 20-some percent. Just seems to me like the, the, the Steelers are very stubborn in whatever they do to prepare to come to the West Coast. And, you know, it gets really old to come out here and watch them get their tail kicked. And, you know, you guys were bringing up the second comment. was You guys were bringing up really good comments about getting down in three-point you know, stance. Uh, you know, why they don't do that. People in the stands are asking why, you know, uh, Rudolph wasn't getting under center. You know, it just seems pretty common sense things. It's not to be so stubborn and just open up things a little bit as far as what your concepts of how to get things done are. Um, the question I have, we're sitting in the end zone and watching the punt team go out there, and every single time they punt, they punt to coverage. So when we saw it, we were watching – you know, they're the, the Niners are on their right hash for their return. They're punting. The Steelers punt to the guy. 
why don't they punt away from coverage or, better yet, kick it out of bounds and not give them the opportunity? Well, you know, all right, let's 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 take them one at a time. Uh, number one, one of the reasons I think that they they've been going from shotgun so much is because I think Mason Rudolph is more comfortable out of shotgun. Uh, that's just because that's the way he played it uh, in uh, uh, o- at, at Oklahoma State. Now, I, I do agree with you. We, we, we want to see more under center, more of a running game. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you, you block better with your hand in the dirt. That's just uh, – uh, it's – it, it's just a reality of uh, of yeah. I remember I hated uh, unless I was pulling. Uh, right, there, yeah. there's times yeah. again intermix the thing, but yes, I believe that you come out and you have an opportunity. One of the first things that's so important early in the game is you set a tempo. And the first thing I always loved was a nice P10 toss, 32 trap. Uh, 34 lead C, something like that, where you could pull or you you came straight away and you drilled somebody. And it would give you that opportunity to get all the butterflies out and get in the groove. And you set a tone for how the defensive guys, you're saying to them, I'm going to punch you right in the mouth, right from the get-go, and that's how we start things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, it's – you know, actually, uh, by the way – Jeff, we uh, we had more uh, uh, we had more punting yardage than they did. Uh, no, no, we didn't. I'm sorry. I I, I thought I read the wrong stat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's really good with stats. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? no, I, I was. It's it, they're they're written. Yeah, uh, they're written too small. They're they're written too small. I I I believe that uh, we gave up a, a when we gave up Deontay Spencer. Uh, we gave up uh, the the guy that I thought was going to be the uh, the return guy that that would uh, flip the field for us. Well, it just gets stubborn, you know. I just it, it gets old watching the same old, same old. And from the end zone when they were punting, uh, they're punting right to the Forty ers every single time, and I wasn't the only one noticing it. It's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of silly. Before I go, punch really quick. Funny story or a short story at least. Your your sixty two number and belated happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. I'm I am my number. <laughs> your sixty two number was always important to my wife and I when we go out to the old Monroeville Mall and I'd forget where the I parked the car and I'd always say Orange sixty two, Orange Tunch Oak, and that's where the car is. <laughs> uh, well, that's thanks, good, thanks, man. Jeff. That was funny. Oh. Appreciate it. All right. All, All right. the best. You guys have a good one. All right. Take care, brother. Uh, you too. That's good. Orange yeah. 62. Orange 62. Well, you know what? That's the, you know, um, I, I'm honored that he would remember uh, my number uh, for a place. But, you know, didn't you remember uh, people, numbers, like phone numbers by, you know, the back, you know, the oh, back yeah. exchange, you know? Yeah, I, I still, you know, my phone number, I remember by players. Yeah, I know? remember the Bill of Rights when we took the Constitution test my junior year in high school. I remembered it by the Chicago Blackhawk roster. <laughs> That's funny. All right, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Chuck in Plantation, Florida. Chuck, welcome to the locker room. So real quick, growing up in the 70s, my code for things were – 12 for Bradshaw and 23 for Mike Wagner because I played safety and quarterback. Oh. That's how I remember my stuff. There you go. But let's get to the fact that this team has not improved on third down. 
uh, we're seeing the same old story. And yes, I know they were on the field a lot, but if this team is young enough and they have built enough players and enough talent on that back end to at least simplify this defense that, you know, Keith is not doing a good enough job and he may be a good coach, but the message is not reaching these players. And then when it comes to personnel, you guys just mentioned it. Deontay Spencer was beat out by, by Ryan Switzer. I mean, there, there's, there's something missing at this point with this team and this staff. And they also let a guy like uh, Tuzar Skipper go. And you're telling me nobody on that roster can beat out Bud Dupree? There is a stubbornness to this team that something needs to change. It might not be Mike, but they're, they're, we have not improved. And, and you guys even said it, too putting your hand down in the dirt. Let's go 21 personnel. Let's go 22 personnel. Even if we don't, even if we go three and out, we're sending a message. I remember back in the eighties when the team was, was not that good. The one thing every team said when they left the field playing against the Steelers, you knew you were in a football game, win or lose. It was going to be physical. And there's a lack of physical nature in this team. And that's what I'm seeing. When do you guys think we need to change some guys on the coaching staff? I don't think I don't think I, I don't I don't think because you know when you watch practice, uh, Chuck, uh, you hear the coaching and the teaching, and it is uh, it is top shelf. Uh, but uh, you know I I love the coaching staff. You know John Mitchell was a great coach. He's coached in the NFL for years and years and years. Assistant head coach uh, Keith Butler not only played in the NFL for 12 years, but he's been coaching uh, since he got out of the game. Jerry Osaski is a tremendous coach. Uh, he played for a number of years. Carl Dunbar played for a number of years. Uh, you know you got uh, uh, in the back end. Uh, Tom Bradley, uh, who uh, uh, coached uh, uh, college for a very long time, and then uh, Terrell Owens, who has been a defensive coordinator in this league for many years. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's coaching. Uh, I think it is execution, Chuck. Uh, you got to execute, and uh, uh, you know, do, do, do they make uh, some changes uh, uh, from a standpoint of how they approach the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't know that, but but uh, you know, as as a guy that watches practice, uh, you know, the coaching is right there. I mean, it is right mm-hmm. on it. it they're, they're teachers. It you know, uh, you know, just like when Chuck taught, you know, you know, and Chuck was stubborn. You know, uh, he, mm-hmm. you know, he was, you know, he, he, people are saying, well, this staff is stubborn. Well, Chuck was stubborn. You know, he said, we're not going to make, uh, we're not, the uh, change just for the sake of change is no change at all. Exactly. And uh, uh, Chuck yeah. said, you know, he, he said, I, he'd yell at us. He goes, you know, when he said, well, they knew it was coming. He goes, I don't care if they knew it was coming. Absolutely. <laughs> Say, yeah. The whole theory was, you may know what's coming, but can you stop us? Look, I, I know your frustration, and I sense your frustration. Believe me, we're not near as frustrated as all those guys on the south side. All right, there is a right. tremendous amount of analytics and scouting and coaching that goes in in, in preparation. And, and Wolf week. is the key of analytics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so horrible at that stuff. I, I hear but, you guys. But, I, and I, I'm understand patient. one I'm thing, patient. though. When those guys step across that white sideline boundary, the coaches can't do anything about it. Right. You either do or you don't. And in, in the they've got themselves in a position now where you've got the people – 
that you got to ride out with right now. I mean, this is you, the choices have been made. And this is why you're always trying to update. When people say they shouldn't have gone out and got Mika Fitzpatrick, are you kidding me? You got oh, a chance to have somebody like this kid brought in? Yeah, you you go out and do it. Yeah, he he is Mr. Splash. I, I had no problem with that trade. I love it. I don't even care what happens for the rest of the season and where we're picking next year. You can't pass up a guy like that. But what are the consequences to the players that are not executing then on the field? I mean, we... we <sighs> I understand yes, it's not the same as when Tunch and I were playing. Right. You could yeah. get benched. You could get vominosed yeah. real easy. Yeah. Right? I mean, and Chuck lets you know, hey, look, you know. Nobody, you, nobody's uh, nobody's unexpendable. Yeah, yeah. And there no, there's right. nobody that's unexpendable. It's a different day and age now. Yeah. And I do miss some of the old-time, old-school old stuff about it. But right. it is what it is. And, and you know. I would like to see a return to putting your head in, in the guy's chin and, yeah. and rolling over the yes. front. I don't know if you can. Blo- yes. I don't know if you. I don't can, know if you can do that. Anymore. I don't know if you can coach that way anymore because of the head injuries. And by the way, I got mm. vominos my rookie year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did. You know, uh, got cut and when you called back. Yeah. The um, the infamous words. Yeah, that's right. Uh, au revoir, Gopher. Uh And and. Um, you know what, uh, it, it, it's, uh, uh, you know, one of the things is I, I don't know that Mike's going to stand Pat. He, he doesn't he doesn't strike me as that kind of coach. Uh, I hope you're right. Yeah, yeah and, and I think, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And you know what, uh, it, it's, it, it is, to, to Wolf's point, when you cross that white line on the field, you better be ready. And uh, you better produce, and we'll see what happens uh, uh, as uh, as the season progresses. I, I you know, uh, w- one of the sayings we have in the locker room just uh, just because it is doesn't mean that it's so. Uh, and that means you know we think they're going to turn this around. Uh, now you can call up next week, and if they lose, you could say I told you so. <laughs> no, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right, but yeah. I, I want the defense. There's enough talent on this defense to play better than what it is. Yeah. The yeah. turnovers are great. And, and you I know, I want the offense to play. The I, I, hey, Chuck, I want the, the offense to control together. the ball. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, what, uh, I forget who it was uh, put up, uh, you know, made a, a great point that, uh, you know, the, the, the defense is getting tired out in the second half yep. uh, because no the, the offense isn't controlling the ball. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right, fellas. Listen, one last thing. It's a copycat league, and the Patriots went back to running the ball and 21 personnel. How come the league doesn't copy them? Well, they're not going to go. Do, they're not, hey, hey, Chuck, they're not going to do that anymore because uh, James Devlin is on IR. He hurt his neck. And uh, right. they're not, they're not going to go regular people anymore because they don't have a fullback. We'll see. Yeah. All right, All right, fellas. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I agree. I, I'd love to, but we, our, our fullbacks, down too. Uh, you know, yeah, Rosie. Rosie's, Rosie's. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, check was nice. He was, yeah, yeah. It was. You know fun. what? He's yeah. just a downhill banger yeah. from circa nineteen eighty. Yeah, that's right. 
All right. Uh, uh, we're out of time. Uh, coming up town next. Town or time? I, 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 I wish we were out of town. The Godfather came in and suddenly you can't yeah, speak. That, that's how I got really nervous because he made me an offer I can't refuse. <laughs> All right. We, uh, thank you, Greg. Great job. Uh, Stan Severin on next. Uh, he's Wolf. I am Tunch. And we thank you for uh, joining us uh, so long. Uh, uh, and God bless. You have been in the locker room.